You're kidding, right? Watch out, communists. My Little Pony is coming for you. <laughs> My Little Pony has your number. Welcome to Drinky Files. So apparently, My Little Pony hates communism. There was a whole lot going on in that video. Like, yeah, we could only play the very end of it. They, because they are demonstrating equality. Yes. Through physical appearances. Yeah, they have the the they they like replaced their like weird cutie mark. Their, the ter- the tumors that are on their asses. <laughs> the, they they replaced them with like equal signs, and like everyone in this town has like equal signs on their asses, and like. Like, they sing songs about how nobody's, like... No one is different. Yeah, no one is different, and you're not talented, and everyone's the same. If no one is special, then we can all see eye to eye. They say at one point, like, every pony wins. Yep. And they don't compete and stuff like that. And it's one of those, like, there's there's more to that episode. I actually found out about this through uh, my girlfriend, who has a child who watches My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's, like, a two-part episode where the characters go to this freaking communist utopia town that's led by this one animal. I don't know what the animal is supposed to be um, because it's a cartoon with cartoon horses and I can't recognize those creatures. <laughs> I, I'm a guy that like, if you look up at that poster dude I could tell you the names of almost every alien in that Star Wars poster but I, I, don't, know, I don't know what the hell to do with my little pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh... So yeah, but that's interesting, I thought. Yeah. I'm like, it made me happy. I was like, oh, awesome, like a super anti-communist message in a kid's show. My Little Pony always has a lot to say, but they've just, like a couple episodes every season, they just take some huge topic and try to tackle it. I'm not aware, I don't don't watch the show. Um, I've actually been watching, I've been binging Teen Titans the last few days. Uh, Teen Uh, Titans is good. I need to watch that again. It's so great, but that's what I've been watching recently, and as far as like watching cartoons and stuff that's about where i am like just comic book cartoons is all i really watch yeah i watch like all of them and i'm in love with them they're awesome yeah uh i'm i still cry about the fact they canceled young justice but <laughs> yeah i just i really i don't know i'm just really happy with the fact that they would do this in uh in this show yeah it excites it's me. one of the reasons why it got so popular in the the brony demographic the like early 20 something male yeah that's because because that show don't fuck around apparently no it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for that, dude. I'm behind. I'm all for it. Except for the people who treat it like a kink, because that just creeps me the fuck out. Um, yeah, that's no, weird. I mean, do your thing. Get off however you like to get off, but um, don't expect me to not think it's creepy, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're more than welcome to have your kinks as long as everyone else is more than welcome to think it's weird. Yes, that's exactly right. That's why we call them kinks. On that note, what the fuck is this weird-ass beverage that you have us drinking today? Not a kink. Okay, well, you. So, on the note of weird, <laughs> not sex. This isn't. This is drinky files. Like eighty percent of what we talk about is sex. Weird sex. Weird sex. Yeah. Gosh, that last episode was is one weird. of my favorites. I one of my favorite clips ever came from last episode, and I'm probably gonna play it at some random point during this show <laughs> because it is literally one of the greatest things that's ever been said in this studio. Uh, speaking of, after we talk about the drinks, I want to name this studio. Okay. Okay. All right. So this drink. Yes. It's one that uh, Zach. Zach 
Johnson made up. I've talked about Zach before. I'm okay. not going to talk about it again. This drink is the Phil Collins. Okay. I can feel it rumming in the pear tonight. That sounds sexy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you, are you familiar was... with any any Phil Collins? Uh, I'm familiar with a lot of Phil Collins. I am intimately familiar with the Tarzan soundtrack, as that was one of the first CDs I ever had as a child, and I had that motherfucker on repeat for years. So then you know where the title of this drink comes from? Yes. This drink actually was my introduction to Phil I Collins. Can feel it <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. This yes. this drink about three months ago was my introduction to Phil Collins. Really? You hadn't, yeah. you hadn't heard of Phil Collins? You hadn't I mean, heard of Genesis? I, or I knew Amos? who he was. I knew that he sang things, but like I hadn't listened to any of his music. I just spit on you. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. This drink, the, the Phil Collins. I can feel it rumming in the pear tonight. Uh, fill a glass half full with pear cider. Yes. And drop... glass... Pint glass. Yeah, pint glass. And uh, drop a shot of Bacardi white rum into it. Yes, Bacardi white. I believe they call it something else, though. It's uh, like special or something like that. Silver? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I think Bacardi silver, just as long as it's a, a white rum. Yeah. Uh, the first time I did this, we didn't use Bacardi. We used Captain Morgan yeah. or something, and it was, it, it was I tasted good. the same. Tasted the same? Yeah. No better, no worse? No. So, uh, shall we? Yes, we shall. We're going to drop this shot, and then we're going to say cheers and we're going to drink it. Go for it. Oh, you did a little better chugging that than I did. <clears throat> that is, that's tasty. I like it a lot. That's why I recommended it again. That pear cider kind of tastes a little bit like a green apple cider. Uh-huh. I know you said you don't like apple cider, but you might like green apple cider. And yes, I put a towel on the floor under where we just did that. Yeah. I felt like I was prepping for sex or something, just laying out towels. But, uh, <laughs> like, I got two rags, like, and I put them because I knew they were going to splash. Yeah. So I gave, I got each of us a rag, and then I laid a towel out on the floor. Oh, man. That's good. I like that. I have to work on finishing mine now. Are I we just, not supposed uh, to kill it? Because <laughs> I just killed it. No, you were. I, uh, just got mine going a little too fast, and, uh, uh kind of... I feel your pain, bro. Yeah. All right, man. What did you... Oh, yes. After the drink, I wanted to name the studio. Yeah. I was thinking... Tell me what you think, man. I was thinking... I mean, this is a tiny studio. That's pretty small. And I want to make fun of that. Okay. So, I was thinking, like, the box or something like that. Just something simple, but that kind of gives an air of smallness. The cage. The cage. Ooh, I like the cage. Ooh, I like that a lot. This is radio, right? Yeah. So, we need to, to make a joke... Some kind of a pun about a Faraday cage. Oh, uh, wait a minute. There's a lot of ways that you can make a, a pun out of Faraday. What kind of pun are you thinking about? Any kind of a pun. Okay. Because I, I... I was going to make a weather joke. Like, okay. How's the weather outside? Oh, it's Faraday. But um, <laughs> Man, I tell you what, I love puns. They're one of my favorite forms of humor, but it's not a form of humor that you like react to or laugh at. It's no, just... it's you just look you just look upon the punner with ridicule and and some sort of existential anger that you just can't quite put your finger on. <laughs> yeah. That's my take on puns anyway. I love them, but I love them partially because I'm a masochist and the feeling that I get deep in my gut <laughs> when I hear a pun, I, I just get so full of hate. Uh, 
No, I don't hate puns. I love puns. It's the highest form of comedy. Right, right above, uh, like, you know, racist comedy is like a close second to yeah. puns as far as comedy quality goes. I'm a big believer in um, the idea that humor needs to be as crass as possible. As am I. That's why I love the way that Louis C.K. describes jacking off. How does, I've never heard, I'm not a big Louis C.K. Louis C. fan. Well, it's more physical than anything else. Like, the way that he does it on stage, it's hilarious. He'll, he'll be, he'll be talking about, he'll be talking about being like just, a, just an adult man who can't find a place to jerk off in his own house. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh-huh. and so the way he, he kind of hunches himself over and he does like these short little jerks with his hand <laughs> and he makes this angry like face. It's great for, for an audio medium. But, uh, <laughs> but it's pretty funny. I, I also like his bit about the saddest hand job ever given. Oh. Yeah, he has a bit about his wife giving him a hand job where he, uh, like, they were going to go somewhere or something and so his wife, like, has a magazine and she's like wearing a robe and so she's like jerking him off and stuff they're, they're doing this on the floor and i think like their daughter's room she's gone and they're like sitting there and she's like mm, and he like makes this pinchy little face <laughs> and he's like like that like that's how she supposedly looked and stuff and then he does like this deep sigh and acts like he's closing a robe more <laughs> it is one of the funniest things <laughs> If you can, if you can look, if you can, if you have the internet, um, which I assume you do, you kind of have to, to access the show. Unless you're, like, the, unless you're the stranger sitting on my porch right now, uh, listening which, to us talk about this. Hey, hey, howdy, stranger. Yeah. Hey, what, what are you guys talking about? What, what are, are you talking about hand jobs? Can I get a hand job? Can you get a hand job? Sure. Hang on. I'll be right back. <laughs> we shouldn't do imitation bits. So, uh. <laughs> no, we really shouldn't. We really really shouldn't oh <laughs> uh, no if you if you have the internet and i assume that you do go and uh and look up louis ck sad hand job it's one of the funniest things ever uh you wanted to talk about things uh I, on the show i did uh didn't you i don't think so wow you Not, came completely unprepared i am completely unprepared this episode that's okay uh <coughs> i wanted us to talk about a thing that i heard about on the cracked podcast okay can you read this russian word here korova korova Kor- Kor- korova do, don't russians kind of roll their I'm going to read it like an American. Korova. 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 Okay. You know what that is, man? Yeah, because I just read the translation. It translates to cow. Yeah. But you know what it's used for? Hmm. When, a, when people are going to, like, plan an escape attempt out of a gulag, they pick, they befriend a fat guy. Okay. And when they befriend this fat guy, they invite him to escape. And then they eat him as they cross the Siberian wastes. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> and that's why they call him a cow. I was, that's not where I thought this was going. I was thinking, oh, if there's a fat guy when the guards are chasing you, the fat guy gets caught first. Yeah, kind of like the zombie apocalypse type of thing. Have a fat friend all the time and yeah. you'll never get eaten. Or if you're running away from a bear. I am the fat friend, by the way, all the time. Uh, so... If, I, <laughs> if I'm someone's fat friend, um, yeah, no, what the you, fuck is wrong with you, them? You are friend with really, really skinny people. Um, am I your fat zombie apocalypse friend? Maybe. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'd be happy to do that. <laughs> I will sacrifice myself so that you can you you may live uh like a, like a, like a jesus figure of some sort um anyway what was i gonna say oh yeah they eat the fat guy as they cross the the wastes of russia so it seems like the optimal way to do this is to like start by eating the parts of him that are like non-critical like not his legs or his well, heart I or anything so once... he can keep like carry 
carrying and walking across the Siberian wastes with you. You don't have to, like, haul all of this meat. I assume once you start eating a man, he no longer wants to be your friend. No, but he's out in the middle of the Siberian wastes with you. Where else is he going to go? Not with you! Your plan is to eat him! He's aware of that now. You just ate the meat off of his toes, and he's totally aware that you want to eat him now. Why would he hang out with you? Uh... The correct answer is my sparkling personality. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just heard that on the Cracked Podcast, and it killed me a little bit. But I have pulled up nothing for this show. We have not planned anything at all. How's What's going on in your life? Um... You broke a thing. No, that's going to be boring. What's the... Uh... <laughs> Now, now all the listeners will have to wonder forever. Very quickly, how, what'd you break? Yeah, well, uh, my mic. So, at this point, I actually have, like, a real excuse for not releasing the next episode of yeah. Annie Files instead of just, like, oh, too lazy to do it. Um, yeah, I, I just fucked up and I'm having mic problems, which yeah. may not be fixable that's, in That's the near problems future. with a microphone, not problems with a person named Michael. Well, I mean, I'm having both, but... Speaking of people named Michael! Oh, yeah? Yes! Oh, man, that accidental segue felt so sweet i just want to bathe in it um yeah that was badass okay so well not once i called it out but um (laughs) we have a new buddy oh yeah michael jones yep we do tell our friends about michael jones um um he sent you an email he did uh there was some miscommunication there was early on which uh, is totally my fault because i sent a very badly worded email yeah it was your fault and it it (laughs) resulted in us waiting for an hour in the cold for a guy who Never, wasn't even supposed to show up. For a guy who thought it was like two weeks later that we were supposed to meet because I fucked up. Yeah, um, we uh, we might have a new show on the network. Yeah, we were going to talk about this last time. We never got around to it because uh, we did a 10-hour ten, a ten show and never got around to something. A 10-hour show? I'm sorry, two-hour. What the fuck am I thinking? I don't know. I was also trying to open up an email. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the number 10, but I but yeah, so this guy, have to he, have some uh, excuse for my stupidity. Him and his brother <laughs> go to school here in Denton. They're not from Texas. Um, this is this is the kind of thing that, to me, made getting arrested totally worth it. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure this dude found out about it via a flyer that I put out on that night that I got arrested. Yeah, we never asked him how he found out about it. I, I'm pretty uh, sure it was via one of those flyers, but because he, he's from in town. It's not like he found us on the internet. Yeah. Not like he found us on the internet, like you're kind of supposed to with the podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, audiences, small ones, really small audience. Okay, so uh, <laughs> if we could, I tell you what, though, the nice thing about a small audience, if we could get any of our listeners to actually write in. That would be so awesome. We could have like a really awesome, like... Very intimate conversation. F- yeah, very intimate conversation where we're getting yeah. drunk and making fun of our listeners and the shit oh, they say to I us. I would love to. I would. I want to have the, an audience big enough that I can make fun of listeners and not have people get pissed and not listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream for all of this. I don't know what that critical mass is, but this is the email that he sent. This is the show that we uh, are... It, right now it looks like we're going to get this show on Dino Net, um, probably by the beginning of the year. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> me and my cousin, not brother, cousin, oh, cousin, uh, right. cousin, want to do a podcast. Uh, we would like to talk about our day to day trials, our experience as two black guys from Memphis, Tennessee, living in Denton. We want it to be funny, in your face, different, and above all, entertaining. We're kicking around the title, but seriously, on some real shit. Please let us know if you're interested. Blah blah blah. And yeah, we met with them. They were great dudes. Yep. Um, I'm fucking excited because I think it's it would be great to have that show on the network. I think it would be awesome. I think it'd be great to have a show on the network that is like, uh, from a different perspective, not just a show that's not from white, 
white people because that's pretty much all we have. <laughs> <laughs> but a, a show that really is something different and and something fun and and something that that does come from a different point of view because you and I are both fairly libertarian people. Yeah. And we're both. I mean, you're Native American, but we're both effectively white. Yeah. Like you're you're passably white. Exactly. Um. We're both hetero. Yeah. Cis. Yes. All of those social justice taglines. We are all of that. We are what every social justice warrior hates. Um, <laughs> effectively. But I don't know. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to have that show. I think it would be funny. I think it would be fun to hear. Um, and perhaps even eye-opening in a lot of ways. Yeah. I'm, I'm also really Memphis, forward Tennessee. To Memphis is a fucking cool town. I've never been. But yeah. Yeah. I've been to Tennessee, but not Memphis. All right, man. <clears throat> uh, we have done that. We have effectively announced the, the possible new show yeah um so i'm thinking we take a break get more drinks and uh come back and talk about some other shit let's do it all right the hurt doesn't show but the pain is to the rose some strangers to you and me night because of course you did as if as if there was any possibility we weren't going to use that song right with these drinks it's um kind of perfect um <laughs> So, yeah, we've got that, and uh, that's, apparently this is going to be a freaking Phil Collins day show. I don't know. I'm fine with that. <laughs> because I'm, I wanted to use another uh, Phil Collins song for the next break. We'll get to that uh, when the next break comes. Um, however, I uh, I did want to ask you a question, man, because you just, we both actually just took our finals and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I, um, it's the end of the semester. Thank God. Yeah, Christmas break's coming up. So, what's, uh, how did your, how did the end of your semester go like tell me about your finals and shit like that because that's interesting um yeah that's <laughs> super interesting oh wait wait wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry first we should take a drink yeah we should we should all uh, right over the towel over the towel yeah three two that's a good drink brother that is a good drink it's really good for a drop shot a lot of drop shots tend to be like really strong uh -huh. but that's not at all that's quite good no well, i mean it's pear cider and bacardi rum so yeah pear cider we're talking maybe 10 percent abv probably less yeah i don't actually know and uh bacardi white rum 40 percent abv superior we said or, earlier that it was called so, silver it's uh like... yes bacardi superior 40 percent abv it's not terribly strong <clears throat> Which is why we're probably gonna take two this uh, this segment. Yeah. So um, tell me about your uh, your finals and shit. The end of your semester. Uh, while I go do something. All right. Uh, that the listeners will never know. Never know. Uh, uh I mean, my finals were finals. They were whatever. Um, <clears throat> I had f took five classes. Had four finals, except one of them wasn't actually a final, so that was nice. Um, so I did my. Network. I just touched the mic. God, I was <laughs> yeah. really hoping that wouldn't happen. Did my networking final on Monday, and it was went as well as it was going to go. Um, oh, that's a little disconcerting. It's a four-question final. Oh, I hate those. Yeah, yeah. So made it through that, um, and then Tuesday I had computer security, which was easy, and then I had algorithms, which I thought I did okay on until I was talking with a friend afterwards and realized I just forgot to answer one question. Oh, and shit. it was one question that was worth like 15 points. I know that. 
feeling, dude. So I actually just got my grade on that final. It's the first final grade I have. Um, I got a, a 67 on that final. So I'll be passing the class, but uh, Ugh, not much better rough. than that. I know that feeling, dude. I had I took a uh, I I took when I was I'm a political science major. Uh huh. I had to take a constitutional law class intro constitutional law class. We had to remember, and this is kind of part for the course for law classes. Uh huh. We had to remember case names. Oh, uh, that's awful. And stuff like that. I'm not good at that kind of shit. Like no, I'm not good at me that. either. So that fucked me. Um, we had to remember those case names. We also had to like for every question there were something like three cases that we had to talk about per question, and it was like a six question final essay. Ugh. Yeah. And we had to explain the cases. We had to explain the rules that came out of them. How those rules evolved from case to case. Ugh, dude, it was a pain in my ass. That's why this law class that I'm in now, I really enjoy a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until last semester, um, my grades were all pretty good. Um, this semester is probably going to be worse than last, and last was my worst semester. The 67 is far and away the worst I've ever done on a final. Yeah, I've I've probably done worse on a final, but I'm not sure. I couldn't point to it. Yeah. I'm a programmer, so the first, a lot of times, the first thing you do as a programmer for an interview is take a programming test. Yes. So I took the programming test. Yes. And I got an email back about an hour later, like surprisingly quick after I took this test, saying that I did really well on the programming test. Yeah. Um, initial, That's good. Initial reaction, like fucking of course I did, because I'm a self-taught... Because you know your shit. Like, <laughs> you've made it your business to know your shit. That's I kind of arrogantly, unironically call myself the best programmer at UNT. Yeah. Because that hasn't been proven false yet. <laughs> How scientific of you. <laughs> um, but just like uh, in high school, I started programming and taught myself. Yeah. But unlike most programmers who just want to make an app, I made sure to teach myself best practices because yes, I cared. Yes, 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 Well, that's so, the thing about being self-taught is if you're self-taught about... This is what I've noticed about being self-taught because I'm self-taught in a lot of things. Uh -huh. um, not very good, kind of basic level shit. Yeah. But what I've noticed about being self-taught in things is that you're generally more prepared than people who just learn from classes or whatever. Like... I disagree. Really? Yeah. So, the obvious counterexample to this... Okay. Is... Um, now I'm interested. Our mutual friend, who yes. we've talked about, and I... Even if he listens to this, he knows, so he probably won't be too upset, but I really hope he doesn't listen to this. Steven? Yeah. He's a self-taught programmer. What he went to school for was not programming. Yeah. I've seen his code, and it is awful. It's... I know, and I know that he knows that, that his code is a little dirty. Um, awful probably to you, just because you know more, but... I. I know that I know that even he knows that his code's a little dirty. He doesn't really yeah. incorporate GUI uh, like you should, like using um, actual uh, assets, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like vectors and shit, in order to build your GUI. He just builds the GUI into the code. Yeah, and and stuff like that. This is getting technical. GUI, um, GUI, graphical user interface. It's yep. the stuff that you actually see, so you don't have to type in your own code to make a thing happen. Um, the thing that didn't exist back in the days of MS DOS. MS DOS. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. That's and I know that he knows that that his code's a little dirty and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel like if you're a passionate, self-taught person about a thing, you can. Because I don't see him being super passionate about code. No, I agree. And and that's I think. Is and the that's difference. the difference. H have you heard? Uh, I just want to keep segueing as long okay. as you don't mind. Keep segueing, um, dude. That's what this show is. We've have, said numerous times. Have you heard Malcolm Gladwell talk about the idea of genius? No. Malcolm Gladwell. You know who Malcolm Gladwell is, right? Yes. Maybe could you give an intro? 
introduction to our listeners who maybe aren't familiar. Don't know enough to know that. Um, Mal- oh, Malcolm Gladwell is a journalist. Yes. He worked for the New Yorker for quite a number of years. I don't believe he does anymore. Yes, um, the, the New Yorker, the most snobby magazine in the States. He's very intelligent. Yes. Uh, he actually, within the last two weeks, has kind of become one of my personal heroes. Really? Up there with uh, Emma Watson, who we talked about last time, I think. Emma Watson's a personal hero? I'm sorry, continue. I don't yeah. want to go off on that. We, we talked about this on the show, <laughs> Dean. Um, but he's a... Uh, this is a drunk show! You expect me to remember the things that we discuss on this fucking show? Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Um, he's incredibly intelligent. Um, he's a sociologist, a psychologist. Um, he wrote books. He speaks. Yep. He, yeah. yeah, I've actually watched a, a couple of his TED Talks recently, which are really good. I'm sure he gives great TED. Uh, he gives great TED Talks. Yeah. Um, so he has this talk that he did for Radiolab, actually. Yeah. On the idea of genius. So I guess I'll just start by asking you. Don't be distracted by what I'm Googling right now. All right. I'm... I'll, I'll start by... By asking you, do you believe that there are people who are inherently geniuses, who inherently have more talent than other people? I believe there are people who are inherently more... Did this video play while we were recording? No. Okay, good. I don't think so. Um, it doesn't look like it. God damn, I hope not. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be fucking wild if it did. Um, okay, so for me, this is my assumption of this, okay? I, I think there is... This is probably the most interesting place to argue nature versus nurture. Uh-huh. Is because there is is uh, a large, I think a great percentage of someone's proclivities are just inborn and natural to a certain degree. Yeah. Like, if someone's going to be good at math, I don't necessarily think that someone's nurturing or someone's environment can make them good at math. Um, and that's just a, a, an overbroad kind of thing. Like, I, like throughout, you know, over the spectrum. Yep. I think that people tend to be... Uh, I'm going to take a shot glass out of that, bro. Yeah. I think that people tend to be um, good at, good at, at a, a set of things that they are good at naturally. Okay. But I don't think that being great at stuff is just inborn. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I personally think, I mean, look, this tech this tech type of stuff that, that I do for the shows, that we do, um, you know, uh, to make this network functional and stuff like that, I, I, I don't think that everyone can do that. Uh-huh. Uh, partially because people aren't interested. Yeah. And partially because the, it's just not in their wheelhouse. And I think that wheelhouse is largely inborn. However, in order to be good at it, you have to spend hours and hours practicing. You're familiar with the 10,000 hour 10, rule? 10,000 hour rule. Yep, exactly. Alright, so here's the thing. We talked about this a little last episode. I don't believe that anyone is inherently born with greater potential or abilities in any given field than anyone else. Yes. And Malcolm Gladwell doesn't there. Okay. So Malcolm Glad- Gladwell See, talks... I guess I'm not on... I'm not with you guys on that then, I suppose. No. Malcolm Gladwell talks a lot about the 10,000 hour rule. Yes. Malcolm Gladwell talks a lot about... Uh, one of these shot glasses is slightly fuller than the other. Which one do you want? I don't care. We're making another drink because these are, these tend to be a little light. Yeah, so I had pear cider and a shot of rum not... Oh, hey, we have these here. Not the best combination um, for a drinky show where the five to get a little 5% AB yeah. Wow. That's a little high for a cider, but it's not like high. We usually drink fucking whiskeys. Yeah, whiskeys. So yeah, let's uh let's do this and then you can continue to right. tell me about uh Cheers, brother. Cheers. Yeah, so I'm not even gonna try and chug that this time. You just <sighs> Three for three, just one, <laughs> one long. Bolt. Well, those shot glasses kind of float a little bit, so that yeah. one was a little more rummy. <laughs> yeah, that one was much more rummy. Um, so Malcolm Gladwell talks a lot about um, 
this idea of loving something. Oh, yeah. And Malcolm Gladwell believes, and I also, mm -hmm. um, a lot from personal experience, actually. Um, I tend to be really good at a lot of things, and what Malcolm Gladwell said kind of resonated with me. I believe anyone could be as good at anything as I am, or better. Yeah, see, I'm not on that same... I'm not on that train, bro. So, so here's what Malcolm Gladwell says, that if you love something, you spend all of your time dedicated to that thing. Thinking about it, working on it. I spent... It's always in your head, that kind of thing. I spent four years of my high school life, because I was homeschooled, like, I had two hours of distraction a day, which was doing my schoolwork, my assigned schoolwork. Yeah, of descri- of distra that's a good way to describe schoolwork, dude. When you're passionate about a thing, uh -huh. schoolwork is a distraction. You're like, no, fuck all this, I want to do this thing. Yeah. If you know what that is in high school, too, that's great. I spent four years of... I'm going to, to guess that the average is probably 12 hours a day teaching myself programming, looking up best practices, trying yeah. to see how I could improve my code, trying to see why doing something this way was better than this way, yes. messing around with different stuff. And now I'm the best programmer at UNT. Yes. Right? So far as anyone can prove. As far as, <laughs> so far as anyone has been able to prove so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was because I loved programming and I spent all of that time up front doing it. Yeah. And I have met people since who like computers and spend a lot of time dealing with computers and so like there's one guy I met who knows way more about game design than I do yeah because I was nominally interested in game design got into it realized I didn't like it and gave up this guy just really got into it he really knows how the low-level graphics stack yeah, works yeah yeah Right? So, we play Clash of Clans. We do. We've talked about that. We have. Alright, so we're all fairly... Attack me, drop an archer, and then give up. We're so, all... yeah. <laughs> we're all fairly new at Clash of Clans. That's pretty fair to say? Um, I would say that... I've been playing for a while, but not seriously. Yeah, you... I didn't actually start playing seriously until I actually joined the... joined your clan, and we started doing stuff. Yeah, Steven, Jess, and I... They're have, all very... Have been yeah. playing about oh, six months? See, yeah. I've been playing for Maybe slightly years. less? My brother got me into it a couple years ago. But I never played it for real. I only started playing it for real, like when I joined you guys' yeah. clan, and I had to actually perform. <laughs> of of our group of friends, there's most of us who started playing it about the same time. I liken it to uh, two guys who started playing way before. Yeah, us. I liken it. I liken it to uh, masturbating versus having sex. Yeah, yeah. My the first the long the first long period of time that I spent playing Clash of Clans was masturbation. Yeah, I didn't care. It when it was whatever, and it could I could go in there and play it and be done and whatever. I wasn't on a clan. I wasn't doing wars, whatever. And then I got involved with other people. Yep. And I had to perform. Yep. It suddenly mattered. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's what it's like. Masturbation versus having sex. Guys, sex is not like masturbation. You actually have to pay attention to shit and perform and think <laughs> about things. It's annoying. Continue. <laughs> so like, with the with the exception of the one guy in our clan who like actually really knows what he's doing, like, I'm the best in our clan, right? Like, the second best? Yeah, as far as but, knowledge of the game goes, yeah. But I started playing at the same time as like all the other people, and we'll say for the sake of argument, I started playing at the same time as you. Yeah. Because beforehand, we'll say it just doesn't count. Masturbation. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, so I really, really got into Clash of Clans. It's something I really love. Well, it's, spend... it's a fascinating thing just because of the way that things work. It's very mechanical once you get down to the granular kind of levels of it. Uh -huh. The mechanics of the game are fascinating as kind of a... It's almost like its own small universe yep. as far as yep. physics and mechanics yep. and all this other stuff works. It's a very well-made game. To me, that's a very well-made well game. Um, I 
I spend, on average, this, there are some days less, some days more, I spend about an hour a day, on average, just looking up Clash of Clans attacks, yeah. strategies, how to be better, Layouts. base designs, yes. all kinds of things. An hour a day. And then when we do our wars, we do two wars a week, Yes, I'll spend hours analyzing the bases that I need to attack. If someone asks me for prepping. tips, I'll spend an hour analyzing yeah. those bases, you know, time prepping. Yeah, especially once you get past dragons. <laughs> Once you get past dragons. <laughs> the, get past dragons, things get infinitely more complicated. The thing that makes me better than everyone else at Clash of Clans is not that I'm somehow inherently better at games, that I yeah. am somehow inherently better at Clash of Clans. But hold on, hold on though, hold on. You're going that direction, and I, I think I have to disagree with you on a fundamental point. Did you just drop an ash on yourself, bro? I No, the like fucking cherry, the like lit on fire piece of this cigarette just fell on <laughs> That sentence was so broken and disconjoined. I was watching the ash to make sure it didn't get built up too far. And no, the fucking piece that was on fire just falls off. And like, ouch, shit. I know the feeling. I've dropped ash down my shirt before while oh. driving. Oh, yeah. Ah. That was fun. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, don't, don't smoke and drive. No, smoke and drive. It's fucking fine. But don't drop ash down your shirt while you're driving. It's, it, it makes things dangerous. <laughs> um, so what was the thing? Oh, yeah, I have to disagree with you on a fundamental point. Okay. I think that personality plays a huge role in that. Okay. I, so... I, I don't necessarily believe a guy like me, okay, I, just because I know myself to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, you know, know thyself, the unexamined life, all that other bullshit. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a fairly introspective person. I think about what I think quite yep, a bit. Yep. Um, so for me, getting into political science, yeah, it was more about kind of passion and, and loving the thing and being super interested in it and all this other stuff. And I think that's more because I'm not so much a scientist as I am a theoretician. Okay. I love theory. I yeah. love the theory of stuff. I will listen to podcasts about the theories of stuff. Yeah. Just whatever. Like Freakonomics podcast is one of my favorite podcasts. Here we go. Talking about podcasts that aren't this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, I, I listen to Freakonomics radio all the time. Um, and once you get past what I think is kind of the boring layout and the guy's radio voice is a little uh, dry. Um, once you get past all of that, the, the show is fascinating because you have all these people coming on here and saying, we found a correlation between this and this what the fuck and so i'm sitting here thinking what the fuck like i'm thinking it with them and so the theory of things fascinate me yeah and i think that's a psychological thing okay i think i could have just as easily fallen into the theory of art uh -huh. or music theory if i were more inclined to those two things yeah uh it's just it just so happened that i'm not maybe that's nurture i grew up with a dad who was incredibly uh political um he still is it's not like he's dead or anything but uh so i i think that's a nature versus nurture type of thing but i think i think personality defines a lot of how you approach this stuff and you believe that personality is something you're born with i think personality is something that yes to a certain <laughs> degree and also again this is the nature versus nurture line that's very very gray that line it, in my opinion is very broad and uh -huh. very gray mm -hmm. i don't think there's a thin line between nature and nurture as far as personality goes okay i think it's very dependent on a lot of things uh both physiologically and psychologically um, that said, I think that the fact that you get so deep into code and you get so deep into Clash of Clans and stuff like that is you think very mechanically. That's true. And and I don't think so much mechanically. I think in a more kind of fluid artistic way, mm -hmm. um, which is why I think this is a great fucking podcast, by the way. But uh, you, you have a very mechanical thought process and it's very uh, sort of oriented toward what are the parts that make a thing work. Okay. Like when, 
were doing your show, if I recall correctly, one of your goals was to have a certain sound. Yes. And you wanted to have your parts equal that whole. Yes. I'm, I'm a little bit more fluid and organic than that. I, I still released the show that sounded like shit yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Well, I mean, I would have released it too. It's just but one I of those things like that happens. But I feel like for different reasons. Yeah? I feel like you probably would have released it because it's the only show we have and we can't miss a week. I would have I released yeah. it just because this is the conversation we had. I thought it was a good conversation. I thought it was interesting and, again, organic, and I enjoyed that conversation. Okay. So that, that to me is, I think we look at things differently, which, again, this isn't to say that any way of thinking is superior to another at all. Yeah, nope, I agree. Uh, uh-huh. it, it takes, you know, different strokes for different folks. I totally, I'm all for that. I'm an anarchist. I want everybody to have the weirdest kinks and the strangest ways of thinking. Yep. I want that in the yep. world. Um, that that is... said, I, I just, I think that personality plays a huge part, and I think that to a certain extent you're born with the personality that you have. I think you're born being, we've of course disproven this scientifically, but the term right-brained or left-brained I think is important as it far is, as, it as is conceptually. It is a useful analogy. Yes, that's exactly right. I think you're born to a certain extent with that. Okay. And my main argument for that is if you can be born gay, which I believe you are. Okay. I do believe and that you we are. we had this discussion last week. I don't believe you are, but... Really? Okay, see? But we both agree that it doesn't matter, just yes. to be clear. Yes, Um, I believe that you can be born gay, and I don't think it's... And again, I liken this to left brain, right brain. Again, it's an analogy. Scientifically, left brain, right brain means fucking nothing. No. It's useless as a phrase. But I think there's a certain extent of your personality to which, you know, it's, it's in born. It's okay. part of you from okay. from the day you exit the womb. And I think this is where I disagree with you and this guy, but I'm fascinated by what you and Gladwell have to say. Yeah. So what else What else did he have to say about being great at a thing, about being good at a thing? Um, it's mostly just that if you really love something, you will spend the time, you will spend the 10,000 hours um, dedicated to that, to becoming good at it. Yes. To becoming great at it. To becoming great at it, yeah. Um, that's mostly what he had to say, that there, there probably isn't this idea of talent that you're you're born with um yeah my opinion of the matter is there um there is an idea a thing called talent yes and what talent is is your ability your predisposition to yes. being able to think in whatever manner yes. helps you in your task and so, i think probably what 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 another facet of that is talent is more of an expression of passion yes than it is uh something that's part of you from your birth. Yes. So I would say I don't have a talent for art. Okay. I'm not good at art. I don't either. Look right behind you. <laughs> the piece that I've hung up on this wall is shit. It is terrible. I hate it. But I've hung it up because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> and I, I would say that's not because I was born with it. That's because the way I was raised, the things I think. Hang on just a second before you. I was gonna gonna ask. I didn't really want to interrupt the podcast. Do you want to try one of these? Yeah. Because uh, we talked about these on episode four or five or whatever. Um, the smooths? The smooths. Okay, continue. Talent, passion, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think it's just that the things I was passionate about led me to think in a Ooh, way. Minty. <laughs> it's very minty, right? Yeah. If you continue. don't, if you don't like it, I'll smoke it. And you I feel like I just brushed my teeth. Continue. And that's exactly what I said about those. <laughs> it is. 
<laughs> and I very clearly didn't. I just smoked a cigarette. Uh, yeah, so you were saying... Um, continue, um, if you can remember. <laughs> so, yeah, so it, it's not that I was born with a mindset that makes me predis predisposed. predisposed to be bad at art. It's that I developed in myself a set of skills yeah. which don't help me any with art. That didn't con it didn't include an interest in art. Right. And yes. so if, let's say, um, I'm actually pretty good at um, physics. Okay. But it's not like an, a major area of study. I feel like if I picked up physics... I feel like you have the mind for that. Again, mechanical thinking. Yep, yep. Yeah. If I picked up physics, I'd be pretty good at it. I would be talented. Meanwhile, the only reason I passed physics in high school was because I cheated. <laughs> I, I would be talented in physics. And I think that's just because of the mindset and skills that I built up in myself you know, as I was raised. Yeah. So, so I think Well, this is my, this is my is... thing. I don't know your life, right? Yeah. But I know that you were raised by a very religious father. Uh-huh. Uh, family. Really. Yes. Um, not just father. Of course, I, being a son, have a weird identification with fathers, uh, because that's the thing about being a son. Yep. Um, and I, I agree with that. Yeah. So, it's just a thing that, that happens. But, that said, um, it, I mean, you, you weren't really raised to be super mechanical or scientific, if I'm correct. Actually, no. I'm wrong? Yes. You are wrong. Ooh, tell me about your childhood. Hold on a second. Lay back on the couch. I'll pull out my uh, my notepad. Pull, please pull out your notepad. All right. Let's uh, tell me about your childhood. What's how how uh, how am I wrong about that? Um. Right. So my my dad because I have to start here just to set this up and give this history. Yes. Because set it the matters. stage for us, sir. My dad was raised the son of a pastor. Right, Mario Brothers Three. Continue. My dad <laughs> is the second born eldest son, which is um important biblically yes of six Six. Of six, yeah. My dad is the second of six kids. Holy shit. <laughs> right? Pastor's salary doesn't pay much, especially because my grandfather isn't a good pastor, and he was always in small, poor churches. Yeah. So family of eight total, six kids, poor. Um, My dad decided that he was not going to be poor. Okay. So, I can totally identify with that decision. <laughs> so my dad actually went for an engineering career. Okay. My dad helped design the panels that were we're on the first space shuttle. The uh, the exterior tiles. Yeah. The things yeah. that, you know, the had thermal, to be... The thermal tiles. They had to be heat resistant. Yes. And, you know, make sure the shuttle could exit the Earth and re-enter and not burn up. Not the ones that failed. Not the ones that failed. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my dad had to, had to design tiles. To be frank, to be fair, then... they didn't fail. There was a piece of the foam off of the uh, external tank that broke off and broke some of the tiles. And that's why... Was, was it Columbia? Yeah, it was Columbia. Columbia. Columbia basically burned up upon entry was because some of the tiles have been knocked off. The most depressing thing about that story is it was totally preventable. The astronauts noticed the problem and NASA told them that they were fine. Yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. I'm so sorry, continue. He developed, Nobody's perfect is the point. Continue. Developed the tiles or helped. He he wasn't the only one. Helped develop the tiles on it the It wasn't like, I'm just shuttle. imagining your dad in a basement like mixing chemicals <laughs> like a mad scientist. No, <laughs> he wasn't. Powerpuff Girls style. And there's fucking Chemical X and shit like that. He wasn't quite that. He was like one of hundreds or thousands yeah. of people. Who many, many on people it, on know? the team. Yeah, many people on the team. Um, and then he started getting more into computers. I've talked about my dad was early into the computer scene. Um, my dad talks about like early in his career in California, he'd spend 12 to 16 hours a day staring at those early computer monitors, the ones that are black and green. Yes. And after staring at that green for hours, um, your brain starts 
starts compensating. So he'd drive home and everything would be pink yes. to compensate for the I, green oh he'd stare God. at all day. Uh, and then he got a job with the Japanese tech company. Yeah. Um, and he'd travel and, and all this kinds of stuff. So I was raised from a very young age from an engineer. So, yes, he, later in life, um, yeah. I blame it on midlife crisis. He, <laughs> he of course, doesn't. Um, went into ministry and being super religious, and that was a huge part of my upbringing. Yeah. But early but childhood. But you were raised by a scientist. Early childhood, I was raised by a scientist. Yes. And he always. Okay. So, your point is that I am totally fucking wrong in my assessment. Yeah. And, all right, but that makes even more sense as far as I'm concerned because. Because of why I think the way I think. He's an, he's an engineer. Yeah. Mechanical thinking, stuff like that. We as sons, I think there's an important thing about being a son. Um, This isn't to slight, by the way, this isn't to slight single mothers or uh, lesbian couples who have children. Yep. But uh, I think at being a son, there is a thing about a father that you identify with. Absolutely. And you learn a lot from your father that you don't necessarily get from your mother. Yep, I agree. It's, um, it's just a weird part of biology. I, I agree. And I think it is biological. I don't think it's some kind of fucking, like a, a fucking social justice warrior ass person would say, oh, that's just, uh, oh, what's the word? I don't know. Patriarchal tendencies. Patri yeah. But it starts with an M. Uh, uh, not masochism. Oh, fuck. Uh, chauvinism. Know. It doesn't start with an M. It starts with a C. That's just chauvinism and all sorts of stuff and men sticking together and all sorts of bullshit. I don't think so. I think there's something very uh, inborn about having a penis and connecting with your parent that has a penis. Again, not to slight single mothers or lesbian couples because it can be fine. But... Yep. Yeah, yeah. My... my um, I have a much better relationship with my dad than my mom. Yeah. That's just how it worked out. So... I am inclined to agree. Fascinating considering you're an atheist and your father's like, go Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's it's really weird the way all this stuff works out in the end, right? Yeah. It's it's non-deterministic or yeah. you can't predict it. At I agree. least At least with our, our current understanding. Yeah. Um, it's, it's weird. It's cool. I like it a lot. It is. Um, it's fascinating. So this is, and I, I know you agree with this, but just again to iterate for our listeners, this is not to say two lesbian mothers can't adopt and raise a son perfectly yes. fine. Or even you, have by donation or whatever a, you, a son that, yep this you, isn't this isn't about you that. absolutely can but yeah. as two people with good relationships with their dad yes there is something just inherently different about your relationship with your father yeah that is more than likely biological just something I agree with. I mean here's the thing we we come from hunters and gatherers yep we come from people who are uh, males specifically designed to go out and kill things and they have to take their sons and teach them to go out and kill things yep and I think that there's a, a, a lot of evolutionary biology in that connection yep. that we have with our fathers. Yep. Um, and again, humans, I'm one of these people, one of these wild, crazy people that believes that humans have essentially eschewed biology and evolutionary yep. uh, uh, laws uh, to form the societies that we have. I agree. Um, if you think about it, the entire um, study of medicine yes. is our spitting in the face of evolution. Absolutely. Trying to save the people who are sick and evolutionarily are weaker and would just die if we didn't yeah. have medicine. And you like, think about it 
too, like we're designed as physiologically, we are designed. This is one of the things that fascinates me as well, because I am a monogamist. Um, I'm not. You're not? No. Wait a minute. I didn't know about this. Really? Really? How do you identify as far as your sexuality goes? Uh, I'm not sexuality, but your sexual relationships. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, within yeah. the last couple of years, I've started identifying as asexual. You're kidding. Dean, we talked about this on the last episode. Did we really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I've forgotten. I was very drunk in the last episode, hence all the lemon lube jokes. No, but, but you're you added uh, to it. No, uh, so recently I've I've kind of identified as asexual. Um, that's fascinating. I wasn't, I, that didn't occur to me, I guess. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll say it again. I identify as being asexual. Yeah. Um, but, so if I was... <sighs> I don't consider myself strictly either monogamous or polyamorous. Yeah. Well, asexual um, being like, there's it, really no uh, sexual I component don't... whatsoever. Correct. Um, and that really is just a result of the way I've defined my relationships over the last couple of years. I would fuck a hot girl with no legs and an ass with lemon relationships lube. in the yeah. last couple of years. So, um, um but you might want to, you might want to like... You might want to say that again for the uh, the people in the back. I would what? fuck a hot girl with no legs in the ass with lemon lube. <laughs> <laughs> and to be perfectly honest, I still would. Um, <laughs> if not for the experience, no, I'm, I'm I'm aware that that was a joke. I would just I just thought that was the perfect opportunity to play that ISO <laughs> from the last episode. If you want to hear that in context, go listen to the last episode. It was hilarious. So one of the things that really led me to identifying as asexual yes. was reading the the like mission statement of I forget his name I really ought to know this the guy who is like the current um face of the asexual community okay who his his view is like identify however you want as you feel it suits you and if you don't f fall strictly into categories it doesn't matter well that's right? how that's what i think anyway i'm like i don't i mean whatever there are straight people who can have gay proclivities there are here's the thing that that to me just proves that uh-huh there are straight men who like to be pegged yeah yeah to me that's all that needs to be said yeah sexuality is a spectrum obviously obviously <laughs> right and so that was what led to me i ultimately can identifying myself as asexual yes is that i just really haven't had sexual relationships in years it is incredibly rare when I find someone who I consider sexually attractive. Sexually attractive, yeah. 90% of the time it's women. Yeah. 90%, I will say that. There yeah. was like one guy ever, like, that I've met ever who I would yeah. sleep with. Well, mine um, are all celebrities, so it's more of a joke. <laughs> and for me, it really... I mean, yeah, okay. Um... <laughs> But that's the kind of thing, man. Like again, sexuality—it's—it really is a spectrum. It's yep, you, it you can't is. fall within a certain definition with something that is so primal as sexuality. It's almost like falling into uh, a dietary restriction. Mm -hmm. um, people who are vegan are like in their head. It's—it's it's a they—they uh, they need to be vegan. They work on being vegan. It's a project. Yeah. Whereas most people are just like, eh, I kind of like this thing. I don't really like that thing. It's, it really is yeah. very much like dietary taste. Like, nobody says, I only like Chinese food. Yeah. I mean, so... 
Do you remember where we were going with this? Because I don't. No, I'm lost. Right. Well, then I'll just say, like, we talked in episode three about me trying to get and sleep with this girl. Yes. Right? So that is... In a video game! In a, no, in no, episode... No, in real life? In episode oh, this three. is episode three! The, yeah, the yeah, girl, in real life. Right? You actually wanted to have sex with this girl. Yeah, and I actually wanted to have sex with this girl. I've been so... making jokes. Oh my God. I just realized throughout this entire show, I have been making jokes every episode about you trying to get laid. And <laughs> it's like, you come at me with this shit in this episode, like, oh yeah, I kind of identify as asexual. And I'm like, well, shit. Now that bit's dead. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I don't care. I don't care. That's that's the thing. And oh, because it's funny. It's, I was actually, honest to God, sexually attracted to this girl. Yeah. So that is not asexual behavior. No. The reason I identify as asexual is because by and large, by and large, yeah. there aren't people that I find attractive and want to sleep with. It is on rare occasion. Yeah. That I find people who We're are more sexually focused on the emotionally, like, on yeah. the emotional component. I totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't remember it all. Where we were going with no, this. No, and on that so, note, uh, how about we just go to a break and then come back and talk about something else because we've sounds, gone so far off topic. Sounds good. <laughs> like... Uh, yeah, we've we've jumped topics so much. We have. It honestly, but to me, that's the mark of a good conversation. Yep. Can't remember where we were going with this originally. Yep. We were talking about Gladwell though. Oh, we were. But let's and, not uh, talk about Gladwell when we come back cuz we've okay. pretty much talked about that all that we can. <laughs> I just before we go to break real fast, I want to say um Yes. I made a lot of jokes last episode that were meant to be like off mic, kind of muted so that you heard me, but it was very clear that like we were off mic and I was standing up getting ready to go before the break and I was just kind of going in dry saying yeah going in dry I left that in specifically because you fucking said it and so I here's, was here's like... the thing I wanted it in the podcast the problem was that I was still sitting here looking at the mic when I said it and so it just comes out as part of the podcast it doesn't come out as like I already I, had the music fading in I think people know that that was I intentionally part of the transition intentionally tried to make it part of a joke as the transition and it kind of just like didn't work I already had the music fading in I think it's okay but I just listened to that actually before you came over. Yeah. And I was first of all, I think that last episode is a great episode. But also, um, that 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 killed me, dude. When you were like, uh, sometimes dry is better, and then just like the music takes <laughs> takes full tilt. I was that was great. All right, let's go to a break, man. All right, let's go to a break. Drink, because we're back. And this is a drinky show without a drinking game. Right? Isn't we that... we need to fix that. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Um, you just heard Trash in the Camp, the Phil Collins version off the Tarzan soundtrack. Yes, because this is an all Phil Collins all the time episode of the podcast. It's an all Phil Collins all the time podcast. <laughs> Speaking of, I was listening to Ten Ken. Yeah. Uh, not speaking of Phil Collins at all, actually. But speaking <laughs> of uh, break music, I was listening to the last show, and uh, if I do say myself, I edited in that Ten Ken music like a fucking boss. It was it was pretty pro. Yeah. It was pretty good. I'm I'm happy with the way that came out. I enjoyed it. Did you hear the Dead Mouse stuff that I edited in too? Yes. It was probably the most. And you picked the best part of that song Did I? too. Yeah. I yes. Hoped so I had hoped so. Oh, I was so happy with. See? The 
break music last episode. And I haven't even spent 10,000 hours working on editing audio. I spent <laughs> a lot of hours editing audio, but not quite 10,000. <laughs> All right. So, um, do you have something to intro, or do you want to just talk about this fucking picture we just saw? Um... I don't know. Do you want to try and work on a, a drinky files drinking game? Should we? I don't know what we can do. Like, I know that we drink when we feel like it. Um, and that's mostly it. we drink when we feel like it. All exactly. Right, that's whatever. So our listeners' experience. Like, I don't think it's fair to say take a drink anytime we segue because we do that all the no, time. No, this show is comprised entirely of segues. Um, perhaps take a drink anytime. Definitely drink anytime we take something weird and make a reference to sex with it. Definitely take. A whole drink anytime we make a drink on air because that doesn't very often like yeah. the the last section because you can obviously tell was the last time that we actually made a drink on air yeah um definitely drink when we drink not not take the whole drink but just drink when we drink yep um beyond that though i don't know what can we do for dino final drink something um, about sex jokes something yeah absolutely like um but it can't just be any sex jokes because we make a lot of those yeah like like I the would... last episode people would be dying of alcohol poisoning <laughs> I let's would talk say... about this after we take a drink come on let's Let's do another. Let's all right. Let's take this drink and then. Uh... Man, I don't know how you do that. I haven't learned how to chug yet. I it guess. just like it. It started dripping down my beard. <laughs> No, see, here's the thing. When it started dripping down my... I don't have a beard anymore because it's December. I'm done with no shave in the Oh, yeah, I you shaved. shaved yourself. I, I was really hoping you would record a podcast for before you shaved. Yeah. But we didn't get to. No, we didn't. So I... Because um, I really wanted to comment on the way that your beard grew in. Because you have a beard that... This is the thing about your beard. Yeah. I want to... Segway! Take a drink! I wanna, <laughs> this is the... Uh, hear what you have to say. The thing about your beard is it grows in patchy to start. Yeah, it, it kind of does. You're and right. And then, um, like, as it goes, the patches actually start to take a shape that makes sense. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's something I noticed about the way that your beard grows in. Is, yeah, it is. is I, it makes sense over time, but like for the first couple of weeks, it's kind of rough. <laughs> I'll, I'll agree with you. For the first week, like I'm at three days right now. Yeah. Um, since I last shaved. And really? Yeah. Jesus. When I when I was in ROTC, I would have given an arm and a leg to have a beard grow at that pace. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I had to shave um every day. So here's the thing. I'm really hoping that I inherit my paternal grandfather's jeans in beard growing. Okay. My grandfather, the one who's a pastor, yeah. he has to shave twice a day. His, oh my God. His six o'clock shadow is an entire like beard in and of itself. At that point, just grow a beard. As far as I'm concerned, like at that point, just grow a beard. Hopefully I will get that kind of facial hair growth and yeah, I will yeah. just grow a beard. Wait a minute. How, how old are you? You're 23, right? I'm 23. Okay. So you... You think that you still have time to develop different growth patterns in your beard? <laughs> like, I don't want to be a dick or anything, but you're 23 years old. <laughs> I'm going to say yes, just because um, my dad can grow a really full, really luscious beard. Luscious. Luscious. Oh. I've seen it. My dad, my dad can grow some beautiful beards. Yes. My dad didn't start growing facial hair. Like a normal high schooler can grow a dirt stash, oh. right? <laughs> yeah. My dad... My dad couldn't grow a dirt stash until like his second year of college. My, really? My dad was really late in getting oh, facial hair. Okay, yeah. So, so, you do, so there is hope for me. There is hope for saying. me. Like genetically, <laughs> there is hope for me to still be able grow to grow in, in a really full a beard. fuller, better beard. See, my beard isn't as full as I wish it was. I wish my beard grew up on my cheeks more. Mm-hmm. Like I know I have a fairly full beard. Um, but as far as some of the better bearding that I've seen, yeah, mine is is a little weak up on the cheeks. Yeah, you're weak up on the cheeks like you're not going to be growing a handlebar mustache anytime nope, soon not gonna happen. i could if you look at my mustache if i if i actually shaved
shaped my mustache, mm-hmm. I could do a handlebar. But I have after showers gotten out yeah. of the shower and fucking messed with it. <laughs> Compared to your beard, your mustache is a little light and uh... it's a little wispy just because I have gaps on the sides of my mouth. Mm-hmm. I have gaps where I don't grow facial hair. Yeah, like where my mouth creases come together. Yeah, so I have to grow my mustache out to cover those. Yeah, but I think I've done that pretty effectively. Yeah, so for the first week or so of November, as I was growing shit in, it wasn't great. Uh, about the time I got to the second week, it was enough that it didn't look bad. Um, I was really terrified that it was going to look terrible, but I was willing to, like, take pictures and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, also, it's November. Like, it's for a cause, arguably. Yeah, arguably. Yeah. Hashtag slacktivism. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Yeah. All right, man. We're going to do this on the show, though. We need to take a fucking selfie with our cups, even though they're empty. Uh, um, mine's not empty. Yours isn't empty. Because I'm slower at this than you are. I need to rotate the camera, though, because I'm a fucking moron. Why don't you, you just, just take a, a picture? picture instead of changing the camera angle? All right, here we go. And we're taking a picture. Yeah. Woo! There it is. On the air. Excellent. Okay, I'm sorry. I have to put wow, that in Wow, my voice just got really throaty for that, and I don't know why. Wow, I look really bad in that picture. Holy shit. That was one of our worst selfies so yeah, far. Yeah, I might not even use that. <laughs> I might just put in one of the old ones that we haven't used yet. Um. Okay, so I have a question for you. Okay. That doesn't have to do with facial hair. Okay. How many turtles would you strap to your body? You know what? It's turtles all the way down. Your whole body is turtles? Yeah. Are you like literally like like 10 turtles in a trench coat? Yes. Is that who you are? That's who I am. I'm 10 turtles oh. in a trench coat. Well, that explains a lot, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to make a joke out of it and I can't. <laughs> um... So, what did we just learn from Cracked on this photoplasty contest, number seven? Oh, man, you're going to make me read this? Yeah, read it. All right, a 27-year-old... I'm sorry, you are about to light a cigarette. <laughs> read it's, it, bro. It's all good. A 27-year-old Canadian man named Kaiju... Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop there. Right, stopping right here. I don't believe His any of this. His name is Kaiju? His name... There's no way. I know what Kaiju is. No one names their child Kaiju. I don't... I don't believe this article anymore. Okay, read it anyway. I'm gonna read it anyways. A 27-year-old Canadian man named Kaiju has Hold pled- on a second, hold on. Pleaded. I-, I feel like I have to explain Kaiju. Yeah, we probably ought to explain it. Kaiju are basically the Japanese giant monsters that you see in all Japanese giant monsters. Not films. even basically. Kaiju. Now, uh, this name, K-A-I- You actually study Japanese. I do. I actually know Yes, so you know Japanese. what you're talking about. Right. K-I-X-U Kaiju is not quite- it's not quite the Japanese kaiju. It's not quite kaiju. I think kaiju actually, in, in the American spelling, is spelled with a J, isn't it? Uh, yes. Okay. So, nominal difference. Yeah. But still Ka- it's pronounced kaiju the same Kaiju is the Japanese word for, like, large monster, yeah. or it is a specific kind of monster. Like, yeah. um... Godzilla is a kaiju. Ka- Godzilla is a kaiju. Mothra is a kaiju. Yeah. All of the enemies that Godzilla has faced, probably except for Mechagodzilla... And the other robots is a kaiju. Yeah, yeah. Um, we see it. Fucking the enemies go, go watch, to make it go easier. Go watch specific for, rim. Yes, exactly. That's what I was saying. To make it easier for American audiences, uh, all of the monsters in Pacific Rim are kaiju. Uh, by definition, they are giant monsters. So this name K A I X U is Chinese. Yes. Is um, it Japanese or Chinese? It is Chinese. It is absolutely hundred percent. I won't say hundred percent because I'm not. I'm not intimately familiar with Thai. There is a little bit of mixing and stuff like that, and there is Thai Thailand as well. And yes. I'm not. I'm not familiar enough with Thailand to really say. I can guarantee you, it is not Korean, either North or South, and it is not Japanese. It is either Chinese or Thai. Okay. And if I had 
to place money, I'd say Chinese. Okay. It just reads like a Chinese name. Um, he's pled guilty to smuggling and faces up to 10 years in prison after he was caught with Dean. 51 live turtles taped to his body after an investigating agent noticed irregularly shaped bulges under his pants while doing surveillance based on a tip. How so, do you hide 51 turtles taped to your body? Uh, they were apparently in his pants. I don't know. I could hide 51 turtles in my pants. That's a lie. I don't fucking know. How big are the turtles? That's my question. Yeah, and that's really... Do you take, like, are they all baby turtles that are taped to your pants and so it looks like you just have weird shaped legs and then you have, like, the mama turtle taped to your crotch so that you have, like, a giant crotch bulge? I don't know. I mean, the caption for this picture is, is that a turtle? Take a drink! I made a joke about genitalia. Take a drink. Yeah, take a drink. <laughs> we're gonna have a drinky show by the end of this. Or, we're gonna have a drinking game by the end of this. I fucking guarantee. <laughs> Even if the drinking game is just, take a shot because we love shots. Hashtag Lil John. Shot, 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 John. shot, shot, No, shot, no. Shot, Our shot, official shot, hashtag. Shot, shot, <laughs> shot. Our official hashtag is use... Use, use lemon lube. lube. Use lemon lube. That's our official hashtag is use lemon lube. <laughs> oh, I'm so okay with that. Uh, I, I am okay with that on okay, so many Okay, so levels. he was attempting to smuggle them, not to China, not to any of those places. He was a Canadian citizen. He was attempting to smuggle these fucking turtles into Canada. Man, I tell you what, import taxes. Import taxes? <laughs> You know what he should have done? What should he have done? He should have gone for those tax-free fucking turtles. Not tax-free. What is it? Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? See, my joke just fell apart because I forgot the word I was thinking of. Um. Um. Fucking not royalty-free. Duty-free. Uh, duty-free turtles. He should have gone with duty-free turtles. And that joke wasn't funny because I fucked it up. The only time you buy turtles is when you're on an international cruise in international waters and the turtles are duty-free. Unfortunately, they're not duty D-O-O-D-Y free. They still shit as as I much was, as normal turtles. You know what? I was waiting to see if you would make that joke because I was going to do it if you didn't, and you did. So, in my book, you're a hero. As long as I'm a hero <laughs> in someone's book. You're a hero for making the obvious duty joke. Oh, man, this just brings a whole, whole new meaning to the phrase, it's turtles all the way down. Yes. Do you know where that phrase originated? Because no. I, I don't. I don't. I don't either. Uh, what's the phrase? Uh, let me Google it. It's turtles all the way down it's just for me just turtles all the way down don't don't include the it's okay what, yeah. what vamp for me say something turtles all the way down so i actually heard it in uh the most recent um overthinking it podcast it's it's a phrase they use a lot okay um are you aware of the overthinking it podcast i am aware of the overthinking it podcast i know i've told you that it exists i'm just curious if you've ever so oh wikipedia has an entire oh, page holy fuck it actually means something big yeah it does like it's a super big philosophical thing. Turtles all the way down is a jocular expression of the infinite regress problem in cosmology posed by the unmoved mover, which was an Aristotelian. If I'm not wrong, it was, uh, it might have been Socrates, but I think it was Aristotelian. Uh, notion of the unmoved, unmoved mover paradox. All right, you want to keep reading? Or... Uh, yeah, the metaphor in the anecdote represents a popular notion of the theory that Earth is actually flat and is supported on the back of a world turtle, which itself is propped up by a chain of larger and larger turtles, questioning what the final turtle might be standing on. The anecdote humorously concludes it's turtles all the way down. So basically, it's uh, an, a weird, uh, it's a euphemism used to make fun of the unmoved mover. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Which, uh, in, in certain circles, translates to God. <laughs> yeah. 
It does. You, you are correct. Um. So yeah, that's that. Wow, we just learned something. See, you learn shit on this podcast. You learned something. Drink. <laughs> you learned something. If you learn something new, take a drink. So I've talked about my friend Emily and her podcast, Video Games Taco. Yes. Um. When they were first starting, they were struggling. We should fucking talk to them, dude, because you talk about them all the time. Yeah, we should. We should get them on Skype or something. We should. Um. I don't know how good a drinky files would be over Skype. It'd be a good experiment. I don't think it would. I think it'd just be bad all the way around. But, um... I'm willing to try You're acting it. like this podcast isn't a hot mess from the word go. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... Oh, right. So the video games taco drinking game yeah. is to take a drink anytime they say someone on the podcast's name. So the three people on the podcast are Melissa, Jenny, and Emily. Yes. And when they first started, you know, when you first start a podcast, it's difficult to learn who's who. Holy shit. Voices run together. Yeah. And it's just kind of a challenge. I think you and I have... have... Except that you just made me realize something. We didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning of this podcast. It doesn't matter. We don't introduce ourselves most... Who cares? Okay. It doesn't um, matter, like you said. Right, so so it doesn't matter. Our listeners will learn our names eventually. But that is one of the problems with podcasts, is learning who's who, right? Yeah. I think, honestly, you and I have distinct enough voices that it really isn't a problem. It's not. We, You and I sound very different. With Video Games Talk, it was a huge problem. The three of them, um, Melissa is the exception. Melissa's voice is very distinct. Okay. So it's easy to learn Melissa. But Emily and Jenny... Take was... a drink every time we talk about a podcast that isn't this podcast. That isn't... <laughs> say that isn't even on our network. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had a problem. So I think it was in episode three or four, they introduced the video games taco drinking game, which is take a drink anytime we clarify someone's name. And then they immediately always referenced everyone by name for the entire podcast. So if you actually do the drinking game, you are dead of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I'm okay with that. A perfect, perfect way to solve the problem, right? Okay. Uh, maybe we should start one every time we talk about religion. Because I just saw this, and I'm super interested in talking about it. This is uh, from Cracked. And I pick a lot of stuff from Cracked for the show. Yeah. Just because... It has that slightly humorous, um, yes. slightly slightly sarcastic yes. tone to it. Which just works well for it us. It does. And I know you don't like their Cracked videos. I don't like Cracked in general, but as topics for this podcast, I will admit it works. Okay, so this is from the five things you won't believe aren't in the Bible yeah. post. And uh, one of the things is, because I want you to tell me where you think this came from. Because I know there is a way that this like this came about in some fashion. I'll be honest. I, Having read this article, I'm super psyched to talk about this with you. So okay, let's get into so it. So the devil is red and has horns, a pitchfork, and goat legs. The fuck did that come from? Okay. Because that's not in the Bible. No, it's not. And I mentioned last episode, I don't know if you remember this, I've read through the entire Bible three times. I think we've established through this podcast that I do not remember shit shit from the last show. No, you don't remember shit from the last show, and apparently <laughs> I do, which is weird. It, it is strange. Because I tend, I think, I tend to get more drunk than you do. Is that fair? Probably, but again, you hang out and eat greasy pizza afterwards, so it's Delicious generally okay. greasy pizza. Um, <laughs> right, so I've read through the Bible three Ryan's times. Ryan's not driving home fucking hammer or anything. It's totally safe. We make sure that we're all okay, drink responsibly, all that other shit. This podcast brought to you by the Department for Drinking Responsibly, Drink Responsibly. I think it would just be ATF, Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. We're not affiliated with the government. Fuck the government. Isn't I'm an anarchist. Ah! <laughs> 
isn't isn't ATF a deathcore band or is no? no it's, it's the it's the uh, the what's what's the death Bureau core... of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms? What's the deathcore band that has a similar acronym? I don't know if any deathcore band has a similar acronym. There's like an emo band that has no you AFI. In, you introduced me to a deathcore band that has a similar. We did it in our was gent this videos. Was on the last show because I don't remember. No, it wasn't in the last show. It was in our gent videos. It's it's not ATF. Just pull up, Dean, just pull up your gent videos. I, I don't... It's, um... Talk about the devil! God damn it! I don't want to <laughs> talk about the devil. <laughs> I mean, my guess, and, and this is a guess, is that everything, all the stereotypes about the devil come from paganism. That is my... I 100% I agree with that. For a number of reasons, not the least of which that most of our Christian imagery comes from paganism. <laughs> oh, that's that's completely true. Yeah. The, the entire holiday of Christmas is the Christian co-opting of a pagan holiday. Yeah, of multiple pagan holidays. Uh, is it multiple? I thought the it was only one. The tree thing is Germanic. Some of the Christmas stuff is uh, actually pagan, like from Ireland and shit like that. It, it's, it's really from all over. A lot of the saints, too, are, I don't want to be hammering on Catholicism and shit like that. That. No, please, but hammer on Catholic. I didn't want to tell you this, actually. I wanted to tell you this earlier. Philosophically, dude? Yeah. <sighs> I've always considered myself a Christian. Yeah, I yeah. I have I have studied multiple religions. Uh huh. Um, I find them all interesting. Okay, as um, do I. Yeah, they're fascinating stuff. Uh, I find that Jesus and Buddha taught pretty much the exact same thing. Yes. <laughs> over over there. Uh, like, I think I think the main difference there is reincarnation or not, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I that's the only real difference. Everyone else was like, be cool with your neighbor and love one another, and it'll all be good. Yep. That's the basic tenet of both religions as far as Christianity and Buddhism goes. Yep. I, I don't know. Philosophically, I've kind of been turning toward not atheism, but uh, I guess atheism is the most accurate thing. Would I, you say atheism or... I, we talked about this last episode. Again, I know you don't remember. Okay. But atheism or agnosticism? I don't agree with the term agnosticism. Okay. Agnosticism is a term that was invented by people who didn't want to piss the church off. Okay. So I don't agree with the term agnosticism. I'm not agnostic. I don't, I don't question the existence of a higher power. That's... I do believe that there is a higher power of some sort. Okay. I'm not convinced anymore that it's the Christian God, though. Or maybe that it is, but it's also all the other ones, too. Okay. You know? I'm, I'm philosophically... I'm, I'm at a crossroads in my life, I, um, philosophically, so as far I, as religion goes. I feel like I know the answer to this question. Do you remember our conversation from last podcast? About, about what? About this, specifically. No, not in the slightest. Because I talked about late, late in my time as a Christian, I also yes. believed in the Wicca gods. Yes. Because the Bible, the Bible, the yeah. Christian Bible never once says that there is only one God. It says that you are only supposed to worship yes. it's one the God. Jewish, the Jewish uh, tradition, it, it's, okay, so the Old Testament, which includes the Ten Commandments, yes. is designed specifically for Jews. Yep. It is not for Gentiles. Correct. It is not for converts. Correct. It is for Jewish people. Absolutely correct. Uh, specifically. And that's one of the things that, I don't know, I, I, it's kind of like you said, man, I, I've never been, I'm, I'm not convinced anymore that Christianity is the way. Of course, I've never been convinced of that. My assumption of Christianity was always that the basic tenet of Christianity is love, and thus a loving person is a quote-unquote saved person, uh, regardless of their religious uh -huh. affinities. Yep, we've had this talk on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, I and, you know, I don't necessarily agree because I don't believe in higher powers, but... 
it. See, I do. I will That's respect your beliefs. Yeah, I, I, I know you're an atheist, and, and you don't necessarily believe in all of the. Uh, I, I absolutely respect your interpretation. You yeah, know? yeah. So, uh, I wanted to find something here, um, because I think there's something in this article. I think I might have seen this article before. There's something in here. Uh, not the Antichrist. Come on, where the hell is it? Maybe it's a different article. Oh, hell. The description of hell. Okay. In the Bible. Um, not at all. What we think it is, other than like use of the of the word fire. Okay. I would like to hear you talk about this because I'm not sure I agree from the offset, but let's see where this goes. Okay, um, one of the, uh, according to this cracked article, okay. um, hell is a place of eternal torment, a realm of unrelenting suffering for all sinners, heretics, and unbelievers. It is a land of fire and brimstone arranged into nine circles and filled with imps and demons. Well, the nine circles thing comes from Dante. Um, imps uh, and demons deal with cruelty, uh, ironic The idea of multiple levels is in the Bible, but how many levels of hell yeah. there are well, the organization comes from Dante. Yes. Um, ruling over all of it is Satan, who probably sits on a throne made of skulls or something. Uh, the only problem is, all of that, the only part you'll find in the Bible is the fact that hell sucks and there's fire. Uh, that's false. Is it really? Yeah, I can tell you from having read it. Correct. The, the Bible explicitly talks about the multiple levels of hell. It talks about how the demons and the devil specifically are condemned to the lower levels of hell, the devil being condemned to the lowest level okay. of hell. Um, but humans themselves there is it's very vague but there is some kind of hierarchy outlined but like the lowest i can remember any human being condemned is to the like the third level of hell yeah and we know the devil is somewhere below that um and to be perfectly honest, that is just drunk recollection. Yeah. Um, no, I totally understand. And it also varies based on <clears throat> your interpretation of the Bible and based on the specific uh, translation yeah, that you're but, using. Yeah, but hell, it is a lake of burning sulfur. Uh, and in certain levels, I don't think it's in all of them. But again, drunk recollection. Uh, yes. in, in certain levels, you are eaten alive by worms like Herod was. That. Do you remember Herod from the Old Testament? I do. Right. <laughs> Sounds sexy. Eaten alive by worms? Oh, yeah. I'm rock hard, baby. Drink. <laughs> Dean is rock hard for the anytime, lower levels of hell. Anytime Dean gets rock hard, take a drink. <laughs> Okay, um, I don't know. Enough on that. Um, another funny thing. Did you know the Space Jam album, uh, passed six times multi-platinum? No, I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me in the least. Yeah, uh, it featured Bugs Bunny rapping lyrics written by Jay-Z. That doesn't surprise me either. Yeah, this is all off the crack. Um, have you seen some of the, the Space Jam mashups? There are some crazy, like, you don't believe they would work until you hear them. Space Jam mashups. I have not. It's ridiculous. Uh, wow, uh, Julius Caesar invented the comb-over? Sure. I guess. I don't know. Fuck fucking cracks. So much shit on here that you can't verify. Um, the inventor of the Game Boy started his career at Nintendo as a janitor. Okay, that I do believe. Have, uh, with a little bit of knowledge of Japanese work and culture, that I do believe. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. I guess, I'll take your word for it, bro. I don't know that much. Alright, man. That is all I could really pull from Cracked as far as things goes. Um, anything else you wanna, you wanna say, you wanna talk about? I don't know. I think we're, we're about good on time. We're, um... I agree. We've talked about a lot of shit tonight, Dean. We have. We have talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about life. We talked about school. Yeah. We talked about, uh, other things, too. You know, one might even say we've talked about life, the universe, and everything. And everything. Oh my god. I'm hard again. Take a drink. <laughs> I just did. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm trying to finish this drink that you finished like half an hour ago or more. Yeah, I uh, I pretty much killed it. Um. Okay, so uh, how about you take us out, brother? What's your... Uh... All right, let's take us out. I... Because we didn't introduce ourselves at the beginning. No, we did not. Which we really ought to start doing. We really should remember that. I think we do most of the time, but I'm not positive. I can't. I can't be sure. I'm Ryan. You are Ryan. Where can people find you? Where can people find you on the on the webs that are entered? Uh, the best places to find me are on Twitter. Yes. At Shadowhawk54. Yes. Oh, nice, nice one. That was that was was actually pretty weak. That was fascinating. Continue. Shadowhawk54 on Twitter and Shadowhawk54 on Twitter. Find me on LO Shadowhawk54. Yes. Um, I post. All of these episodes on LO as they come out. Excellent. Oh my gosh. The burps. They just keep <laughs> sneaking up on me. Um, I didn't post episode six because of the recording quality. Yeah, I, think you didn't I didn't either. post it either on anything. I was too embarrassed. I fucked up on that. So I want to know because like there, LO just doesn't get a whole lot of use. Yes. Did you get a notification or something when I tagged you for episode seven of this show on LO? I can't remember. Because... I might have, but I can't remember. On LO, I said... At Dean Weisner and I, and I made sure to tag you, yeah. did episode 7 of Drinky Files, and I included the art and everything. Um, That's a definite possibility, but I cannot be sure. I really can't. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Oh, yeah. There yeah. it is. Shadowhawk54 the, mentioned you in a post. And yes. Okay. So, your Twitter is... Shadowhawk54. Your LO? Cheddarhawk54. Yes, if you're on LO, which you should be. Because... You, you absolutely should be, and I think Dean and I are still both willing to give our listeners LO invites. I will give invites out. Like I'll give invites out. Uh, there, uh, it's still in closed beta. I actually just checked today. Okay, that makes sense. Um, God, I fucking love Elo just so it's much. It's great. It exemplifies everything we're trying to do with this network. It really does. It's it's free for normal users. Yes. They have a monetization model, mm-hmm. which they've talked about before, um, which I actually haven't seen implemented yet. It doesn't involve ads. Well, they're still in beta, but it doesn't involve ads. No, no and ads. And they don't sell your shit, as far as I know? Nope. The, your personal information on Elo is completely private. They don't sell it. That's excellent. See, that exemplifies everything we're trying to do with this now. Um, God, Elo is is so great. So that's it. Your Twitter and your Elo. Yeah. Um, that's Shadowhawk54 and Cheddarhawk54. Those are the best places to find me. Excellent. Uh, we have a new Patreon for this show. Yes, because because of last episode, because of something I accidentally said while drunk. That made perfect sense to me, honestly. Um, we I, I decided to create a Patreon for Ryan and I uh, at patreon.com slash drinky files. Uh, you can find that again at patreon.com slash drinky files or you can go to dean-o.net. Go to the Dino.net website and you can find the donation page there as well. You can find the one episode of my podcast until I get this mic stuff sorted out and uh, we'll see. I actually, um, it's all right with you, Dean. Yeah. I might wait like half an hour to sober up and then just use your studio to record re-record episode two of any files all right i'm that's fine I'm, well i'm probably gonna do that then okay like not like tonight tonight okay if, well i'm as... i'm probably gonna have to uh i'm i'm probably be talking to my girlfriend at the time but yeah you can absolutely use this studio whenever you need to hell i'll fucking cut you a key to get into this apartment and you can use the studio i don't care i don't need a key but i, I appreciate <laughs> so i have tried to record it previously and it just came out bad um and i the 
last time I tried And then to you had it, your mic problems. I had the mic problems, so... Um, that makes sense, yeah. I understand, I really do. Uh, you can also find us at... I just got a new URL, a new subdomain, really, yeah. because um, I, I thought it was funny and I needed to get it. If you go to dean-o.church... Dot church. You can find us. Um, this is the Church of Dinonet, apparently. And if you go to dean-o.church, you can find Dinonet. And our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Dino, passed on to us these <laughs> Ten Commandments. These Ten Commandments being, donate to the fucking podcast. <laughs> donate to the fucking podcast. I am, uh, I am Dino. And you can find me uh, at Dean Wisner. Um, Dean... Commandment to thou shalt reuse the lemon lube. <laughs> Let no lemon lube go to waste. You can find you can find me at uh, at Dean Wisner, Dean W I S E N E R, and uh, pretty much everywhere that you would care to. I'm that on Elo on Twitter. Um. And on Google Plus. Fuck Facebook. Commandment three. Oh fuck, I had it and then I realized how <laughs> drunk I was. Thou shalt drink more whiskey. And thou shalt drink all that you can. Thou shalt take a drink. I Holy shit. Our drinking game should be in the format of the Ten Commandments. Alright. Thou shalt chug anytime Dino gets a boner. <laughs> I like that idea. We'll need to work on that. We need to work on the Ten Commandments of the Dino Files, or the Drinky Files, or whatever. The Drinky Files the, podcast, the, yeah. The Ten Commandments of the Drinky Files drinking game. Uh, I agree. We should do that. I am I totally agree. You are Ryan at Shadowhawk54 uh, and at Shadowhawk54 on LO. I am at Dean Wisner, W-I-S-E-N-E-R, pretty much everywhere. Yeah. What's your name, sir? I'm Ryan Porterfield. Hey, Dean. Yes? I know we always do long outros. Yes, we have the longest outros of any podcast do you want me because they can't prove it false <laughs> do you want me to give the story for the cheddar hawk name yeah just real quick i don't know that i can do it real quick i will okay. try my damn what's the cheddar hawk name right so i've told our listeners about the convention the game convention i go yeah. to in phoenix the convention year. you say because you're drunk and you can't pronounce it correctly correct yeah <laughs> okay the first year I went to this convention, right? Okay. So I, um, the only reason I was able to go is because I had sold my car. Wow. And I had some excess money in the bank. That's dedication. That is dedication. Um, I'm, so I sold my car. I had some excess money. I decide I'm going to go to this convention for this game that these people also do these podcasts I like. Yeah. So I post in the forums, like, hey, I'm coming into town. It's my first time. Does anyone have somewhere I can stay? Because I really don't want to stay at the the hotel there and so this guy replies he's like yeah i've got a i always buy a vacation house we have room you can stay with us this guy i, I don't know him i don't know anyone staying with him never talked to them before right okay yeah. okay so i show up thursday afternoonish. they pick me up from the airport this guy i've never met yeah so we're talking we're hanging out he takes me thursday night to this house of this guy that i have never met <laughs> never talked to before in my life that's excellent okay and so we're sitting there and this guy i'm staying with says yeah so we're going to sushi tomorrow. It's all you can eat sushi and teppanyaki. It's $35. Um, and because you're riding with us, like you have to go. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So the guy who puts on this event is there. The guy who I have to pay money is there. So I send him $35 on PayPal. No note, nothing. Just send him $35 on PayPal. He's sitting right there. He's like, all right, I got your money. Uh, what's your name? He wants in-game name, not real life name because yeah. pseudo anonymity.
Yosemite. And I said, Shadowhawk 54, okay? We're in this house. It's this weekend where everyone gets together and parties. There's alcohol. Everyone is drunk off their ass. It is loud as fuck. And this guy is half distracted playing a board game, okay? So I say, Shadowhawk 54. And he looks at me and he says, Cheddarhawk 54. And I say, yes, Shadowhawk 54. <laughs> And so I checked the forums that night, the forums where he keeps track of everyone, and Cheddarhawk54 <laughs> is listed as showing up, and I don't know what the fuck to do, because I am this introverted, yeah. kind of uh, uncomfortable nerd, Yes, and my name is on there, and I'm like, well, maybe it's someone else, maybe it's not me, maybe he just yeah, hasn't added totally me to someone the list. else, with 54, yeah. I don't know. So I show up at at this all-you-can-eat sushi in Mesa, Arizona. If you've ever wanted sushi in Mesa, Arizona, it is the worst sushi. Um, I'm sure so, considering the fact that it's in a fucking desert. It's in the desert. We have better sushi here in Dallas, Texas. Well, we're close to Houston. Yeah, uh, we're relatively close, right? So I show up and I'm like, Shadowhawk54, and he gives me the name tag for Cheddarhawk54. And then you just And I it? just put it on, and I'm like, <laughs> I just don't is... <laughs> know. What just to looking do at with the this. floor. This is my name now. This, this is, is my who name. I now. Am. Right? So the guys that we're staying with was like, is that your name? I don't remember that being your name. I'm like, no, he just misheard me. And so one of the guys I'm staying with, he's Canadian. He's super cool. He's like, no, you, you don't understand. This is con. You have to create that multi now. Yeah. So I created the account, Cheddarhawk54. Yes. And people who were at sushi with me, people who I hung out over the weekend, learned the name Cheddarhawk54, and that became me. And so you can send items to people in game. Yes. People don't send Shadowhawk items in game. They send Cheddarhawk items. <laughs> so you just kind of took it upon yourself. You were like, I this became, is me now. I became the Cheddarhawk <laughs> 54. I dig it. Okay. It but that's, was... your, that's just for Elo, though. You're still Shadowhawk on Twitter, right? I'm still Shadowhawk on Twitter. Yeah, Shadowhawk 54. Cheddarhawk on Elo. Cheddarhawk on Steam. Cheddarhawk on Steam? Really? Yeah, on okay. Steam. Uh, okay, so I am Dean Wisner. Yep. On everything that yep. matters. Um, but fuck Facebook. Don't try to get a hold of me on Facebook. I don't fucking use Facebook. I hate Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Get a hold of me on Twitter or Google Plus if you want to talk to me. Um, I think that's it, bro. All right. Let's, uh, oh man, I am realizing how drunk I am. And <laughs> beautiful. All right. So that's it. That's, that's Drinky Files. That's Drinky Files. <laughs> Bye. DinoNed is a podcast network that brings you, the listener, donation-supported podcasts. These shows are supported exclusively by their creator and their listeners. There are no ads on this network. That means the podcast you listen to is the product, not you. And remember, DinoNet is always looking for great shows to join in our movement. If you've got a podcast or you want to start a podcast and you feel like you would fit well with our family, come on, send us an email at deanwnet at gmail.com. Dot com.